Chismosas. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Igby. And we are the Chisme Queens. Queens. That one did it. No, that was way off. Okay, I don't know what happens in between the internet or whatever, (laughs) but every time you think it's on, I say it's way off and I'm right. And every time I say it's synced, you say it's off and I'm right. Does it it matter? The point is I'm right and it's going to match up. We've only done it right one time. (laughs) Two, counting today. All right, we'll see. Anyway, uh, welcome. (laughs) If there was ever chisme for this podcast, today's the day. God damn. The very first sight chisme came today, and we are all over it. After chisme, we'll talk about where are they now, the most boring episode ever, but first... Igby, hit me with some cheese mix. Okay, do we want to go the extra hot tea or like the Lipton's first? <laughs> hot tea. We need the piping hot tea. Yes. Scalding. Baby, someone got <laughs> scalded. I'll tell you that. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> So unfortunately, if you haven't heard, if you live under some kind of rock, If you didn't pay your cell phone bill this month and, you know, your Wi-Fi is not working or something and you missed the fact that our dear Bao and dear Zach are no longer (laughs) RIP to them in that relationship. But the fun part is why they're not together anymore. (laughs) So a young lady has come forward as... Zach's side piece, as the kids say these days. Well, she didn't know she was. True. At first, she didn't know she was, but she is. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the whole thing started with her posting under Bao's picture on Instagram, where she discovered Bao existed, basically. She said that we know that Bao had her divorce party. We'll talk about it more later. But... um, the photos of Bao hitting the Johnny Pinata with Zach in the background was getting sent to her by different people. And they're like, hey, ain't that that guy you talking to or whatever? And so then that causes her to put a post under Bao's post or a comment under the post saying that, like, I hope she knows he's sleeping with other people or something to that effect to cause a reaction so that hopefully it would get so many likes or comments Uh, that it would push it to the top so Bao could see it, Mm -hmm. which she did. And she reached out to this young lady and, you know, eventually they exchanged information. She, Bao tried to vet her. She was asking for his ex phone number, his address, like other information that wouldn't be public. And homegirl had all the receipts. Mm -hmm. I don't know at what point she started posting on Reddit. But I guess after she was getting so much hate talk or whatever, she went to Reddit to start telling her side of the story and started posting screenshots and messages and DMs. She even posted her own nudes at one point. I don't know why, but she did. I didn't see that. Well, it got taken down pretty quick. Okay. But it's been said, yes, they were up there for a second. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then now Homegirl's on tour, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she's getting her 15 minutes of shine, baby. But she says it's not for clout at all. But please follow her at whatever her at name is. (laughs) Okay. I'm glad you don't believe her either. (laughs) No. I don't believe that for a second. She says 
the reason she's coming out with this is like empowerment and to expose Zach for the kind of man that he is so nobody else falls for his game and da da da. Okay, so I believe that part. I do believe she wants to put him in his place. Right. I believe that. But I also believe the the followers and the clout doesn't hurt. Exactly. She's everybody wants to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. Easiest job in the world. So they think, but do you believe that she's never seen this show before? No. I don't think, maybe at first, but I think as soon as she like found, like maybe after the, well, shit, this all happened so fast. Um, I think probably after the first day, she's like, "Mm, let me go check out this show. I think she knows more than she says she does. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I don't believe her. I believe her a hundred percent. Oh, I believe her account. Yeah. It doesn't Mm -hmm. sound far-fetched to me, to me. Mm -hmm. So we can go over that now. So she's been doing these different interviews and YouTubes and stuff like that, uh, trying to, you know, give her receipts and tell her account of what exactly happened. So she says that they met on Instagram through DMs. She said she messaged him first. And all she said was, hey, with a heart eye emoji. And this dumbass answered that shit. (laughs) Talking about how he loved that it was so simple. Yeah. So (laughs) men are so stupid, like so stupid. So he messaged her back but and told her that he wasn't able to follow her back because of, I guess, production and stuff, since they're not supposed to be using social media right now. So he was able to like get his number to her. So then they were able to correspond that way and move, move from the DMs to iMessage. At this point, the, sto- the show had already started. Um, like we said before, she's even DM'd him in the first place on the recommendation of her friend who does watch the show and was like, oh, this guy is cute and it doesn't look like his marriage is going to last. And since you just moved to Houston, why don't you DM him? You're cute. And that worked, apparently. Yeah. Do you think she looks like Rachel a little bit? Like they could be cousins? Um, a little bit. Yeah. I thought it at first and then I saw a side by side and I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. This all was happening on October 25th. Mm -hmm. She sent the DM, he responded, and they met up same day. It was like she sent the message at 2. By 4 o'clock, they had plans to get together. (laughs) By 6 o'clock, she was slopping them up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She was saying, again, she doesn't watch. Anything she saw from the show was clips that he was showing her from like his phone that he got from production. Mm-hmm. which also I think is weird. like, why? If she hadn't see it, seen it, why would you want her to see it? Mm-hmm. Well, you yeah. remember, I think she said uh, to garner sympathy, like, look at how you That's right, that's right. That emotional is, yeah. manipulation. Manipulator. So uh, she says, again, she had no idea about Val. Um, she said, at this point, there's been no kind of um, legal action that she's received thus far relating to her exposing all this stuff because Zach or not Zach Ryan it's like they're gonna see you Ryan's an idiot she didn't sign anything he did he can't say anything but she didn't sign anything he's an idiot exactly she said that she tried to contact Zach on Sunday after the divorce pictures came out and he was ducking her and then suddenly he was like blowing up her phone so he led her to believe that they were exclusive after their in this one month time of them dating Mm mm-hmm uh, she says that he confessed to her that he was never attracted to Michaela, that he prefers Latinas, and all the other chicks that he was talking to during this time as well are also Latina like she is. And she was saying that's like fetishy, like, oh, speak Spanish during sex, like that kind oh. of weird shit. 
what would be hilarious is uh, somebody saying, uh, yo no hablo espanol. I mean, she's from Ohio. Not to say that that means anything, but. She might not know it. I don't know it. I don't know the Spanish. I can get enough. Uh, I haven't, I know enough to get through, but that's about it. Um, so what do you think of the whole um, him not being attracted to Michaela? Some people on Reddit, of course, they're saying it now, thought from day one he wasn't attracted for, to her. That they could see it, that his disappointment. He hit it well, I thought. <laughs> I thought that maybe he had never been in like a serious relationship with another Black person, but not necessarily that he wasn't attracted to her. I think he just is used to being the minority. And so he was just never kind of, there was no Black chick for him to choose maybe in mm-hmm. the circles that he runs. So That's true. That's true. This could have um, been a first uncharted yeah. territory. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point with that. But yeah, Michaela's got body yachty. He's gonna hit it. <laughs> yeah, she's she's good looking. Oh, let's see. He oh he said that she said that um, one of his tactics was to try to impress her all the time. He you know he wanted to wine and dine her. He didn't. He's not getting the uh, picadillo tacos. He's getting the filet mignon fajitas, baby. I never even heard of that. <laughs> well, you gotta ask your man Zach. <laughs> Because he knows the plug. I just know chicken and beef. <laughs> nope. Filet mignon, honey. You need to go to I the know. top tier Mexican restaurant. <laughs> We're not doing chachos and taco cabana out here. Um, I love both of those things. So I mean, I love a high <laughs> and a low. <laughs> Budget to bougie, as they say. Mm-hmm. So another thing that he tried to do was play her on the alcohol. She's First of all, this girl just turned 21 last week. I know. She's a baby. So that's the first problem. So the second thing is, as soon as she comes over, he's trying to pump her up with liquor, mm-hmm. knowing she's only had access to Mike's Hard Lemonade because she's 12. <laughs> but he's like, here's a solo cup full of tequila. Drink up. Only then to be like, oh, no, you should stay here tonight because you can't uh-huh. drive because you've been drinking. I see what you did there. <laughs> I mean, since you're here and you can, you know, top me off in the morning too. Thanks. <laughs> you know it happened. I know it is. <laughs> oh, man. She says she has more receipts, but yeah, basically he just led her on this entire time was telling her, you know, I can't take you out on dates because of the show. But, you know, once we're almost, the season's almost over and after that we can be together, da, 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 da. Her birthday was, like we said just last week, he was supposed to be coming to the dinner with her family. Like, people know about him mm-hmm. in her circle, and he didn't show up. So she looked stupid because they didn't set out an extra place for this man. He didn't come so talking sad. about, oh, no, we're going to have our own private dinner, just you and me. You know, baby, it's going to be, we're going to do it like it's your day. And she she just fell for it. She did. You know, and I, I did watch that little Black Book YouTube uh, interview mm-hmm. she did. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, you know, you're 20, you can't even get into the club or the bar, right? So think about all your high school, college dates, right? They're at Taco Bell. (laughs) They're at the movies, you know, stuff like that. So of course, she's going to be impressed with this sophisticated guy who's playing the piano and the high-end fajitas and the nice car, the nice apartment, Mm -hmm. you know, of course, she's going to be like, good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just and he's just a predator. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, yeah, even like the text messages where he's like, Oh, I thought we could hook up real quick, but nah, you'd have to leave by this time, so never mind. Yeah. Like 
God damn. <laughs> He's trying to get that head, get that bread, mm-hmm. then leave. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was it. But um, yeah, she was impressed with him taking her to Chick-fil-A and him paying. That's sad. Like nobody <laughs> even fed this girl before. That's how low the bar is. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh, aim higher. <laughs> girl, mm. girl. Yeah. <laughs> this is just the beginning for you, honey. Yeah. Because it gets worse the older you get. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what else? What else you got? Um, That's pretty much the gist of that story. Mm-hmm. We'll see Zach is supposedly supposed to be doing a live on Instagram Sunday, I believe. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Well, they unfollowed each other. Bao and Bao hasn't made a statement. Um, they unfollowed each other. Bao did post today. Oh, she did. Yeah, she. It was just like a meme, um, where it's uh the brain in a sinking boat, and the brain is trying to has a bucket to take the water out of the boat, but mm-hmm. there's a heart and it's pouring more water into in- the boat, just replacing it. And yeah. she just kind of said thank you to everybody who's reached out. Appreciate it. Yeah. And left it at that. Classy move from Bao. I mean, what else is she going to do? <laughs> right. Yeah. There's nothing for her to say. Um, well, some people who had something to say without saying anything, uh, Johnny and Michaela decided to go to the movies together at this exact time uh, that all this was unfolding. They went to go see Shang-Chi and they posted a big, goofy, smiling selfie with each other. And I just think this was probably a just a petty move. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Why are you going to see a movie that's been out for like four months? Because they're both super geeks, Igby. Yeah. Uh-huh. They get each other. Right. That's <laughs> why we've never, ever seen them even talk to each other before. Exactly. I've never seen these two interact through the whole season at all. At all. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, I remembered a thing from the interview with uh, hmm. Homegirl, Elena. Sorry, we didn't give you a name before. Um, trigger warning. What did you think about the um, uh, DV insinuation that once Zach found out he like was trying to get at Bow's, like get in her apartment or get in her house to talk to her? You know. And she had to threaten to call the cops on him. For yeah. Him to um, and she says she got this directly from Bow. Bow was the one that told her this. I mean, is there receipts on that? Is it a text message? Is it a phone it's call? Just her word. Yeah, I don't know. That's a big. That's a huge ac- accusation. Right. And what I thought was interesting was the interviewer was trying to get her to like confirm it or like repeat it, and she was mm-hmm. really, really trying to avoid it. Mm-hmm. So maybe so then, unless she's like, unless she felt like she went too far with. Yeah. With and like, Ooh, maybe I shouldn't intrigued. say that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If- I don't know what to believe that or not. That's a huge accusation. Um, if it if it is true, um, I could see Zach freaking out because his perfect world is crumbling in public, mm-hmm. which is his worst nightmare. Yep. Um, another trigger warning: uh, self harm. After this incident, uh, Zach uh, threatened to harm himself. Uh, Bao uh, uh, Elena had told Bao. Bao called. Her, his his uh, family in Baton Rouge. They drove up to be with Zach to make sure he was okay. But like the very next day, he did that AMA. So there's that. And supposedly this AMA was to kind of uh, divert attention from the scandal, but it did not do that at all. At all. Shout out to everybody on Reddit because I don't know when y'all sleep, 
Because all this shit was happening at like one, two, three o'clock in the morning, yeah. and they were quick with them updates. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Woke, woke up in the morning, I'm like, what the hell happened? What is going on? Who did what? Shots, Shots fired. What? This just happened yesterday. Huh? That's, yeah, this is so yeah. crazy. This is all happening in real time and in conjunction with the finale. Like, mm-hmm. production couldn't have planned this better. Exactly. They had a hand in it. Wild, wild stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll see what else no. unfolds. Yeah, it's not over. I don't think it's yeah. over. No. She says she's got more receipts. Come on, pull them out, baby. No, I was going to say, Miss Thing is not done with her world tour. She's going to go interview mm-hmm. somewhere else after this. <laughs> certain. After he does his uh, his little Q&A or whatever, his live, yeah, she's going to have something to say after that, for sure. He didn't answer my question on his AMA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. <laughs> is Jerron single, and what is his phone number? Trying to, Stephanie trying wants to, to know. No, I'm trying to bat for you, girl. Because <laughs> Jerron, here's another another piece of cheese, man. Jerron is uh, one of Houston's 30 under 30. Congratulations. Okay, we see you. You in Forbes. You got the money. Okay. <laughs> we like that. <laughs> but he's under 30. <laughs> that part. And he's friends with Zach. And hopefully he doesn't act like Zach. Uh, oh yeah fuck boys of a feather fly together i know he should have been on a uh, uh, f boy island the show instead of <laughs> mcmarried at first sight it would have been better suited <laughs> i think so i think he would have done great on that show <laughs> hot mess hot mess express now all other tea compared to this tea is not as great but do you have any more uh yes so There's the theory going around that Brett and Ryan were both actually supposed to be backups on this season. So something happened where two people that were originally cast weren't able to do the show and had to drop out at the last minute. And then these two were put in their place. And that that kind of explains their mismatch. And how extremely boring they are. Right. (laughs) How there's just nothing there between them. Nothing going on. Except the last episode. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know how true that is. I don't know how false that is, but I could see it. And I don't know how often that happens. Yeah, I don't know. It is a big commitment. Mm-hmm. I can see why somebody is like pulling out at the last minute. Nah, I changed my mind. I've seen season 13. Right. Right. <laughs> and speaking of Ryan, I know you've had a lot to say about his droopy dog face. <laughs> He's heard your feedback. I know. But I'm glad other people immediately think of Droopy Dog. <laughs> they look at Ryan. It's not just me. He does. He looks like Droopy Dog. Just like I say, Jose looks like Leprechaun. He looks like that. <laughs> but now Ryan is uh, getting Botox. So he's getting a little filler done to take the puff or to inflate, I guess, to fill his eyes. Yeah. So if he thought he looked better a little bit, a little bit better more recently, that's why he's getting some slight work. He needs more work than fillers. Well, you got to start somewhere. A regiment. (laughs) You're not a dermatologist. I don't have to be a dermatologist to see sun damage. All right, hater. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In other news, there's speculation that 
uh, Beth from season nine may be the new host of Unfiltered based on, I guess, some stuff that she's posted on Instagram. Hasn't been confirmed or denied, just speculation. Her and Brianna from season 12, they hosted one of those after show special things, and I didn't think she did a very good job there. So I don't know about that casting, but I don't work for Kinetic Connect, so nobody asked me. Um, people were also speculating about, I already forgot her name, person from Cosby Show. Oh, being, Keisha uh, Knight-Pullion. Yes. Rudy. Rudy. I was going to say Rudy, but I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, people uh, would know her more as that than her I actual know, name. <laughs> I know. You always get mad at me when I don't know people's names. <laughs> I mean, you should. She's an icon. But again, that show hasn't been on for 30 years. <laughs> she supported Cosby. <laughs> well, there's also that. Yeah. No thanks. No I'll time. Pass on Rudy. I'll pass on Rudy. Thank you. Um, yeah. Okay. So we have another maths baby, kind of. Jacqueline from season six is pregnant. If you remember way back when, I think season six was in 2017, 2018. She was married to uh, Ryan, who was a firefighter in Boston. So that was the last time that they were in Boston. We're going back. Um, they got married at first sight they decided to stay married at decision day and then they got divorced in june of 2018 after 10 months of being married then that november she started dating uh her now husband uh they got married in fall of 2020 and now they're expecting so congratulations to them it didn't work at first sight but second time's a charm (laughs) (laughs) The only other thing I saw was this week, uh, you know, three the hard way, Johnny, Rachel, and Mirla are still going strong. They had a bingo night. Mirla almost won. She almost had a blackout card. She needed one number. But yeah, they're still hanging out. Still no Jose. Still no rings. Mm. They've both been spotted without their rings very recently. So I think it's safe to say, where are they now now? (laughs) Not where they were then. (laughs) Apparently, too, they're, like, so bad off, they're not even on speaking terms anymore. Who, Jose and Rachel? Yeah, uh, somebody says that they work with Rachel and can, like, confirmed from what they knew that they weren't together as far as um, October, mm-hmm. and that it's so bad they don't even speak at all, period. I mean, I can see that. Jose, he he needs to have serious therapy. He has major unresolved issues with his parents and that anger mr nice guy all day long but when something happens he snaps that was super scary and i'm surprised she went back at all after that because if someone yelled at me like that and i'm physically scared to be in the room with them fuck that no way so i i yeah that had to have happened again somehow or some form yeah um that's the only explanation like that's that stuff can't get erased in a couple of months. Right. And he has never once said he went to therapy. Not that he has to, but you would think if you're trying to win over friends and family and stuff, you know. That you are work- that you are actually working on it, not just saying you're working on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taking her bowling is not working on it. Yeah, it is. They're spending time together. Mm-mm. Don't buy it. You might win breakfast <laughs> when they don't sleep in the same place. <laughs> right. That just means you're going to pick up some Whataburger and put it on the bed. <laughs> just like you like it that's about all i got okay i got a little more 
bring it on. Speaking of Jose, he bought his third house. I forgot about really? that. Yeah, you, you talked about Jose and it uh, sparked my memory there. He bought a third house. Of course, he had to do a humble brag, including mention credit score once again. I was going to say, did it affect his credit score? <laughs> <laughs> Still holding strong. And I think it was 815. So, um, well, shit. I'm not mad at that. You do the damn thing. I know. It's just funny. And... I can't afford one house. <laughs> He, it's just funny um, that somebody would, I don't know, just for me, it's a little tacky. I wouldn't do that, but it is impressive. So I can see, um, especially if you don't have a lot of friends or you want some of that uh, affirmation, you're going to put it Mm -hmm. public so he can get some love. Of course, he he is getting love, but then he's getting a lot of hate. Someone on Reddit was like, my score is better. (laughs) It's awesome. Um, So there's that. I forgot. Also, um, Chris... Is paying people's rent? Did you see this? No, but where can I sign up? Car notes. (laughs) Yeah, but I do have rent. Car notes. He's paying rent. Um, I didn't really look into it too much because I don't. Can I just have some money? I think he is just giving money out. He had showed a picture of like a stack of cash. Where is he getting this money from? Mm. PPP loan. (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny if that happened? (laughs) <laughs> we okay. like his ass would do that his <laughs> fake ass subway <laughs> your assignment this week is to try and get Chris's money see what the stipulations are <laughs> okay I will work on it and then we'll go to dinner <laughs> there you go <laughs> on Chris's time yes I ain't mad at that at all we'll get some of those filet mignon fajitas I'm down we'll find out where they are Gil did a live I didn't watch it Sorry, I'm assuming it's more, especially since he said he wasn't going to answer any married at first sight questions. Like, what are we going to talk about? I don't want to know anything. Hold on. I think I took a screenshot of like some, some of the uh, basic questions, some of the hits. Yeah. Okay. Um, the only thing I have is that he has a lot of DMs and he's actually answering all of them supposedly, but there's more than 2,500 and he said to be patient that he's going to to him and he really hates everything. So much so that he's posted his PO box. So that you can send him whatever y'all want to send him. Money, underwear, presents, <laughs> gold. He'll take it. Hand-knit sweaters. Hand-knit sweaters. That's a good one. Maybe a, a hat for his head. It's cold. Uh, beard. Was it beard? Beard ball? oil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I found what he did talk about. Uh, okay. some of the Some of the big hits were... He said that after his breakup with Mirla, he really isolated himself and was in a dark place. He still has love for her and wishes her well, of course. Mm. Um, He says that she actually has a good heart and his experiences with her were great for the most part. But when it was bad, it was really bad. Mm. He says he fell in love with her after having deep conversations with her off camera. And like he said before, he really liked that she was so ambitious and that she was, you know, alpha female. But sometimes it went too far for him. And he says that being pessimistic is a turnoff for him. So there's that. And at this point, their divorce isn't finalized. Uh, He also confirmed that Johnny and Mirla are not dating. They're just really, 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 really good friends. And he in no way wanted to punch Johnny at the reunion. Like, not at all. Mm, I don't buy that. I wanted to punch. I want to punch Johnny, period. (laughs) Fuck the reunion. (laughs) Stop. Uh, he says that he is still close with Brett and Michaela, and he kind of threw shade at uh, Bal and Zach 
basically like Michaela was saying that he would never date anybody on the cast because that's not right. There's too many other options out there to like eat where you shit. Yeah. Um, they, oh, people were asking him about all this cheating stuff and he's like, I'm not going to get into that. He says he's not dating anyone at the moment and he has no plans to start dating too soon. He's still healing, which we know. He says he wouldn't do the show again and he's not looking to be a Married at First Sight host. He says he even regretted doing it at first, but not so much anymore. He's also not interested in becoming The Bachelor. (laughs) Now, Gil is human. I imagine if they throw wicked money at him, it's too I mean, it's a come up, yeah. You can't leave a bag. Especially when you got no savings. (laughs) I don't have a job. Like, what are we going to (laughs) do? He also said that every experience on the show before the reunion was great for him. But he's never watched the episodes. Oh, that is interesting. Which, I mean, I guess if you lived it, why would you want to watch it again? Especially if you had an unfavorable outcome. (laughs) Well, that, but like, um, you didn't see any of the other couples drama you would think you'd be a little interested i don't know i don't know if those are your friends like i wouldn't i don't know if i'd watch a reality show if you were on it i'd watch if you were on it so i can get mad at people treating you however they're gonna treat you and be happy for you when people treat you the right way i'd be i'd want to pay attention to where my friends are at i'd turn it on so you can get a rating but i don't know if i'd watch it i put on mute (laughs) fair enough Anything else on the Gil stuff? Uh, no, I think that's it. Okay. Um, another thing, uh, which is old news now, Bao had a divorce party, which is where Zach is in the background. Um, but they had a um, Johnny Pinata. She she took it off with one blow. Yep, knocked his head off. Yeah. Knocked his body off. Body off, yeah. <laughs> so who's getting the Pinata for this weekend? <laughs> Somebody, somebody needs to make that happen. Um, on the Reddit streets, people are always commenting on Michaela's nose. Um, more, uh, does she have an eternal booger in her nose? People are like, every time Michaela's on, she has a booger in her nose. She has a booger in her nose. She does not have a booger in her nose. She has a piercing in her nose. So, but I thought that was strange that she never had it on during the show. Hmm? They don't want to put off that image. I guess production. I mean, it looks cute. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I've got plenty of holes in my head. (laughs) Um, Another one. Ryan got pissed on Reddit. Ryan is all over Reddit. Um, And he got mad. Somebody made the assumption that he was a, you know, Trump supporter. Uh, He wrote, I can assure you that you haven't heard any footage of me in any capacity saying anything pro-Trump. The fact that I am a white male conservative, you assume dumb crap with no other basis. Enjoy your miserable day, and please restrain from messaging. And all the messages above that and below that are deleted. So that happened. Well, sorry, Ryan. I was one of those people. I thought you were (laughs) in D.C. on January 6th. I thought I saw you in the crowd back there. My bad. Oh, man. Good. I'm glad you're better than I thought you were. Um, You had touched on that Beth might be the new host of uh, Unfiltered. Mm -hmm. Jamie Otis doubled down and talked about um, how production basically ghosted her from her hosting duty. Uh, She had mentioned this on her podcast. I I I didn't know she had a podcast, but she does. Damn, they just stopped putting her on the schedule. That's fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) I don't got no hours this week. (laughs) What the hell? That's exactly it. (laughs) That's hilarious. And Michaela has a blonde wig now. She has a blonde wig? Mm Mm-hmm. Is it bad? I mean, 
it Tell has the truth. roots. It has roots. Like okay, okay, that's a, that's a good start. I don't know. I think it was fine. It's not something I personally do. I gotta see it. We know I, I'm the wig aficionado here. I know you are. <laughs> I, I have no. Yeah, my hair is in a messy bun every day. I don't. Mine um, is too, but just under a wig. <laughs> Your wigs are nice. Actually, so much so, know. remember my husband thought you that was your real hair? Your mother-in-law still thinks that's my real hair. Well, they're both white. So. That's true. <laughs> they don't know any better. They don't know the work that goes with a black woman's hair. Because it's a lot. I want to cut this shit off every day. <laughs> but you Someone please come comb it for me. I don't want to do it no more. <laughs> it takes too long. All right. So that's all the cheese may I have, unless you have anything else. That's it. 40 minutes in. 40 minutes in. <laughs> and that was a lot of cheese may, but hey, it was a good one. Ah, but alas, now we have to go into where are they now? AKA an episode of lies. <laughs> so it's so freaking boring. Um, but let's just jump into it. So they start with uh, Michaela. She is unpacking in her new townhouse. She had just bought a townhouse. It looks good. It looks really cute. Um, you know what doesn't look cute? That trash ass wig under that head. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> this episode, she had <laughs> terrible, terrible wigs. Well, we were on topic. She always did, like from day one to now. Her hair. Yeah. So, well, sometimes her hair looked cute. There was like yeah. one or two occasions, but um, we'll say ninety percent of the time, her hair was kind of trash. Agreed. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> Game on. Um, yes. So the new house symbolizes a new beginning for her. Um, she loves everything about it. Even the dog loves it. But now the dog is a downstairs dog. Um, her sisters all come over to see her new place and they gush about it. They like it a lot. And this is one of the sisters asks if she's going to tell the other sisters about the reunion. Turns out, surprise, surprise, she hasn't talked to Zach in several months. Do we believe this? Yes. Okay, I believe it too. Um, but she d- wants to see him. She wants to um, hash things out and say her piece. But he ha- wants nothing to do with that. But she has now learned that she, ha- in order to move forward, you know, she just has to live without his apology. I'm sorry, Michaela. He was never going to apologize to you. It might have happened on TV, but in real life, ain't gonna happen. And the sister says, you know, you don't need him to move forward in life. And she agrees. Uh, this part was a little strange. She had said that her, her father sent Zach to her to break her guard down. Her dad's passing created some of these knee-jerk reactions, and she had a lot of walls up, and she was raw, and she was still healing. And, um, yeah, now she's much stronger, and she uh, wants to, she knows what she wants from her next partner. This, um, I, and I hate to be insensitive because this is a really super traumatizing thing but her past boyfriends say she had these knee jerk reactions before her dad's and they say her mom acts the same way uh-huh yeah um but that still doesn't mean she you know she probably did have a lot of walls up but i feel like if she had a supportive partner instead of forcing the walls down they could have gently <laughs> knocked a brick by brick down you know what i mean yeah um but yeah so she she well and you know if that makes her feel better more power to her if she thinks her daddy sent this awful person in her life for a good reason then okay we'll go with that lesson learned (laughs) (laughs) um she does 
at this time say, you know, not only is she feeling stronger, she's doing things to make her stronger and she's committing to making a change. And that includes taking up shadow boxing as her new hobby. She asks all the sisters if uh, anybody wants to join her um, Two right away or like, not me. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> and once one is, is down, I didn't catch her name. So I apologize for that. Um, but she does say that the shadow boxing has helped her a lot. It's helped her with these knee-jerk reactions. And um, she's now in a space of healing, growing, compassion, grace, forgiveness. And she wants to be all of those things and offer that to her next partner. Okay, girl. Now, this term knee-jerk reactions was coined by Zach. And they have just stayed in her head. This Rent-free. Yeah. <laughs> Cringe. But that was it. That was all that happened at Michaela's house. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny that her sisters came to visit none of the cast members. Oh, well, that's a good point. Nobody likes her, poor thing. Yeah. Unless it suits <laughs> them, like at the movie theater. Right. <laughs> Bingo, mm. bango. <laughs> but that's how, and we've seen it all season. Every time she has to interact with somebody and, you know, other people in the cast are meeting up with other cast members, she's always meeting with her sisters. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, it doesn't help that she doesn't show up to things, too. And then when she does show up, she acts like a child. I mean. <laughs> That's not how you I make friends. I guess you don't want someone around who's going to break your phone. Who's going to make someone dance with a dance instructor. <laughs> yeah, that, ew, and that makes that even, knowing what we know about Zach now and his ew, weird creepy fetish. Ew. I didn't even think about that. Nasty. All right, well, moving along in the episode, next up we see Brett and Gil. Brett is, you know, pushing the whip to the volunteer firehouse. And then we see Gil dragging around a one-legged test dummy. <laughs> Someone give this department more money for better dummies. <laughs> it's fine. The top part still works. Practice on that. <laughs> so they give each other a little hug. Hey, Gilly. Yep. Uh, he says that her and him have formed a really quick, instant friendship. Um, so back at the firehouse, Brett asks what's going on with the dummies because they look like dead bodies. Gil says, no, those are just his friends, Ted and Al. Duh. <laughs> so Gil then asks how Brett has been. And she says she's been busy, but fine. Um, Gil updates her on his life and says that he's going to paramedic school. So now he gets paid to go to school. And that's why he can grow out his beard, which he's obviously taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. One of the things on his IG live, he was saying that he's cut it off recently. Um, now he has more kind of a like five o'clock shadow kind of look. Mm -hmm. He says that they switched captains at the firehouse and the guy they have now is more of a hard ass. So uh, he makes them take it off anyway. What do you think all the guys at the firehouse think of Gil's attention? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd be busting his ass, like probably. I'm sure they rid him <laughs> a lot, especially now that yeah they've seen the show. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure it's all in good fun. What if every Wednesday they're all in the firehouse watching it? <laughs> I'm sure they are. That'd be so funny. I'm sure they are. Uh, but then at that point, Brett lets him know that she's going to go dog shopping with Marla and Gil looks surprised that she wants to get a dog. You can see him kind of get in his feelings a little bit because he gives mm -hmm. a little look and he like is trying to hold back a reaction, like emotional reaction. And mm -hmm. he's like, you know what? That's cool. 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 <laughs> he says that he doesn't want to care, but he does because she made such a big stink about it with him. 
And then they show a clip package of her talking about how she doesn't want a dog or how she doesn't want to take care of one. Gil says to him, it's a slap in the face. He tells Brett he's done, doesn't give two shits. Which is interesting. Like, for me, I would take it as a compliment because his dog is so well-trained and well-mannered. And she grew to love it and it turned her mind over, you know, to the complete 180. I would take it as a compliment. Well, he took it as a slap in the face. He sure did. Okay. His feelings are valid. (laughs) Just saying he has a good dog. <laughs> Shout out to Hype. Yep. Uh, he says that for him, the relationship was like a roller coaster because it was good and then it went bad really fast. He says he's just as surprised as people are when he tells them that they're not together anymore. Um, he says that people think that like there must have been a sign or she must have said something to him. And he says there was nothing. You know, it's at this point, even doing this now, it's hard for him to like sit and smile and talk about this because it was a gut punch to him. Mm -hmm. Um, Brett, oh, he tells Brett that he's been going to therapy because he's not even close to feeling back to normal. And, you know, he's still saying that now that he still needs a lot of healing to do. But Brett looks kind of surprised at that. And that kind of is the end of their little chit chat pond of firehouse. Anytime one of my friends has a bad breakup, I just tell go fuck another dude. And it 100% for every friend I'm told to do this. They're like, that was great advice. You're welcome. So Gil, look at them DMs. Make it happen for yourself. You'll feel a lot better. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I have no comment. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> Works every time. Um. All right. Move in right along. Here's an unlikely trio. Did you ever see these three as being friends going forward after the show? Bao, Ryan, and Zach. Nope. Yeah, that surprised me a lot. So apparently uh, they're all shooting pool and this has become a regular thing for them. They all hang out and drink and play pool together. Um, They start talking about the reunion. Bao says it was a lot for her. Um, She did not enjoy it. Uh, Zach asked how they perceive the situation with himself and Michaela, which Ryan, you know, is up his ass and says, you were trying to apologize and she wouldn't let you talk and da 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 da. Zach looks back and thinks that maybe he should have continued with his apology, but it wouldn't have mattered. She wouldn't have heard it. She wouldn't have taken the apology. Um, Bao kind of tries to defend herself and the others saying that no one spoke up because they didn't know what to say. It was a weird, awkward moment. Uh, Zach says he was looking forward to seeing her and talking about the past, laughing and, and just see what, you know, where they're at right now. But, you know, that never happened. And as of right now, he doesn't have any contact with her whatsoever. It's at this point where um, Zach has an ITM. And he starts talking about how he is interested in Val. He is about to, I guess, ask her on a date. And I thought it was very interesting in this ITM. He says he likes her giddiness and that she's always herself, which are two things that Johnny uh, did not like. (laughs) Well, first of all, he said she was not always herself. She was always one way in front of the cameras and one way off uh, to other cam- uh, off camera and different with different sets of friends. And she was never one person and he hated her childish giddiness. So I thought it was very interesting that Zach pointed that out in particular. And more than once, he continues to say this as the episode goes on. Mm-hmm. So Ryan excuses himself. He has to go let Maisie out. I think Maisie's probably my favorite in the whole cast. <laughs> She is very cute. She's so cute. But she ate those flowers, though. (laughs) 
even that. I thought she was cute. Um, so that leaves Bao and Zach uh, by themselves shooting pool. And Zach is very bad at pool and more so on this occasion. And Bao asks, what's going on? You're normally not this bad. And at this point, Zach asks Bao out. Did you notice he has a receding hairline? It's very prominent in this episode. I wasn't paying attention. I was like, damn. So Bao seems a little taken aback, uh, but eventually she does say yes to the date. She says she's very fond of him and she's eager to see what comes of this. He says he's nervous about going out with Bao, but he, and he hopes it doesn't ruin their friendship. That's pretty much it with this one. Yeah. Whose idea was this? <laughs> I don't know. It seems so fake. Yeah, I... I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I would even be willing to test the waters. With dating another cast member? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I wouldn't date somebody I work with, period. Mm-hmm. Anywhere. Oh, I can't say that. Either. I never understood how people did that. It was retail. I married mine, at least. <laughs> yeah. I didn't take it as, like, well, as my, my real job, so I didn't care. <laughs> and now that I'm saying it, hmm. I know quite a few couples that did actually get married. <laughs> It started off as long lunches. Yep. Now they got a baby. <laughs> and a home and a family. It happens. It's just that you, you build those relationships. You see them every single day. Something's bound to happen. Except I was in charge of the cashiers. And all the cashiers were pregnant all the time. <laughs> Not all the time. <laughs> they were always, they were always. To the point... Where a customer came in, he's like, hey, you're not pregnant. No, no, sir, I'm not. Would you like to be? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> yeah, but if they got pregnant in another department, they moved them forward to the cash register. <laughs> that was all. Um, let's move on. How about the next scene? So next up, we see Ryan and Jose hanging out. They are meeting up at Ryan's house. You know, Jose comes in. He's got his beers ready. Ryan has baked a pie. Man, these pies look these pies look good. I don't like Ryan, but I really want to try a, a Mayan chocolate pecan pie. That's great. I don't like pie. What's ranch water? That's what Jose brings. Uh, Tapo Chico with um, tequila. Oh, good. It's solid. Okay. That's what they had? One of the things said ranch water. Yeah. Okay. But I thought yeah. you, you put tequila in a can? No. So it's probably wine-based. Yeah, or a Gross. brand. Mm. Oh, maybe so. Mm. But nonetheless, I don't know how well it pairs with Ryan's pie and charcuterie. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but they take their, you know, little drinks and snacks to the couch, and Jose asks Ryan how his love life has been lately, or if he's dating anyone. Ryan says that it's looking promising, so Jose wants the deets. He tells him that he has an old friend that he's known for a couple of years that's coming down from Dallas that week. Um, it's going to be their first date. They haven't really communicated a lot at this point, and recently they've been talking more, so he wants to get to know her. He says that he truly wants to get to know her now because it's never really escalated past the like little BS-friendly struggle level. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's excited as he's ever been to start dating again, but it's also lingering in his mind that he just went through a real life divorce. He doesn't want to make the same mistakes again. Uh, he's just trying to keep a level head and is looking for someone who's doing the same. Uh, he also is looking for someone that's confident in their own skin, that's well-grounded and knows who she is. He says the thing that he took away from Brett is that he has dated people without a lot of depth, which was what his family has been telling him from the beginning. <laughs> all of his potatoes. 
he says he's trying to be optimistic. He doesn't want to dwell on the past. He has a fresh start. So uh, Jose wishes him success. And then Ryan asks Jose how he felt about the reunion. Uh, Jose says that it was okay. Again, his favorite phrase is it's a lot of work. They got to put in a lot of work. There's so much work to do because they need to work on working about work to work on their marriage. But they're trucking along. Ryan asks how he's handling not living together anymore. And Jose says that it made him realize once she was gone, he really wanted to fight and work on his marriage. (laughs) He really wants Rachel to come back home. Um, He doesn't know what's going to happen considering that there's this whole friends and family situation going on. Jose says that's a huge obstacle for him to deal with because she's very close with her friends and he really has to win them over. He thinks he can, but he kind of has to let them know what they're going through, what they're working on and where they could be. He hopes that they can see you know, the progress in what they've gone through so far. He lets us know that he's going to be meeting with Rachel's friends next week, and he's kind of nervous. If he's going to have any kind of future with Rachel, he's going to have to get along with these friends and family. So Ryan advises him to make sure he lets them know that he regrets some of the things that happened in the past. That's important. you got to seem remorseful. Uh, He says that if he could win them over, that's going to be great. But if he doesn't, it's going to be, again, really hard for him and Rachel to stay together. That's why it's such a big deal. He thinks that once the friends see that Rachel is happy and content, then they'll be like, okay, cool, we're good. Ryan tries to reassure him that 95% of their relationship was good. And so he's sure her friends have heard good things about him too, right? (laughs) But Jose says again that he really wants his relationship to work. So he's going to dig his heels in and really do the hard work (laughs) that it's going to take for them to have a forever happy ending. And that's the boys. Mm. This is what guys talk about over beers. Yeah, I guess. I don't think marriage is that hard. Until you add kids in the mix. It's so hard. (laughs) Hard, (laughs) hard work. I don't know about that. It is when you don't pick your partner. Yeah, I guess so. That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. I'm speaking in a place of privilege where I don't struggle too much. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure like a lot of marriages have uh, financial difficulty, family support difficulty, uh, but all kinds of obstacles, all kinds of obstacles. So I I, I recognize that. But Jose, um, the work he actually needs to do is on himself because he's crazy. Let's move it along so we can visit with Summer Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Like her. Uh, Mirla <laughs> is having a pool party at her house. Um, is she at a house or is this like a apartment? No, this is, I said she stepped her game up. She is no longer in the one bedroom apartment hunting. Right? She is in a house with a pool. Yes. So she invited all her friends and she also invited her bestie, Rachel, and Johnny to come over. So Summer Rachel arrives, drinks in hand. Uh, They soon get into the pool and have girl talk. Uh, Right off the bat, Rachel asks um, if Mirla has talked to Gil. And she's like, nope. He said when uh, it just wasn't meant to be. Two people can be amazing and still not work together. And um, there's really nothing new going on with her except that she's going to go dog shopping with Brett. Soon after this, Johnny arrives immediately Mirla uh, asks Johnny to spray her down with some sunblock. And uh, I didn't write it down, but doesn't Rachel make some sort of funny comment? Do you like getting sprayed down by Johnny, Mirla? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I thought that was funny. Uh, Johnny says his family thinks that they're dating. 
And Mirla says her friends think they're dating, but they're not dating. They just like hanging out together. And then she grabs his leg. <laughs> yeah, we just like hanging out together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so they soon start discussing a getaway that Jose uh, started to plan where everybody is invited to go and have one last hurrah at this ranch. Mirla, Brett, jo- and Johnny don't know if they're going. Well, Brett's not going. She has a volleyball game, and uh, Johnny's the assistant coach, so he's going to stay behind, too. Not really. He just doesn't want to see Val. Uh, he says he's conflicted because he wants to go hang out with his friends, but thinking about arguing with Val makes him physically sick. Rachel says they're, you know, they're both in agreement that they're not right for each other, so... There shouldn't be any reason why they can't just be adults and, and go. He said that he would have get, gotten along better or with marriage-wise with Mirla or Rachel. But then Mirla says, oh, no, Jose is Rachel's. Like, no, 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 not me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Jose, uh, Johnny says that Jose means well. And Rachel says, yeah, he does mean well. His intention has always been to be a great husband. Um, currently they're not living together. She left a toothbrush at his house, but that's about it. They're just taking some baby steps. What, uh, Jose really needs to work on is winning over her mom and her friends and getting them on his side. Johnny says that that's like a major insecurity for Jose, the the mom and the friends. Rachel says, yeah, it's a big obstacle and he's been compromising a lot and she wants her friends to see all the change he's made. Johnny says, Jose is working on all of these things. And it makes him really uncomfortable, but he's still doing it. So that's pretty cool of him. Rachel says he needs to continue to do these things and to stay committed. She's being patient, um, but and they they do have a strong foundation, but they need that so it doesn't blow up. Their relationship doesn't blow up in their face again. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> oh, we know it doesn't work. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even know why they still even tried to plan this. I mean, I know it's production, but like this whole getaway nonsense just didn't need to happen. Did this, did it ever happen with others in past seasons? No, no. They never meet again after the reunion. Oh. (laughs) Okay. I guess they knew the season was so fucked up that it was bound to be drama. Yeah. (laughs) To make them good back together. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the point of it was. Next scene, we see Zach talking to his brother, Hunter, I believe, right? Yes. Opens up with Zach uh, making this pink drink that looks tasty. I know what it is. What is it? It's vodka, lychee, liqueur, and simply lemonade. Hmm. Okay. That's what he had on the counter. (laughs) (laughs) Good eye. So I guess his brother Hunter has recently married and Zach is asking how married life is. And brother says it's good. Uh, And then... Zach asks if his ring is annoying. The brother says that he just fidgets with it a lot. Uh, but then kind of c- the brother's like, cut to the chase. Why are you calling me? Now, I don't know if you remember or our listeners remember that this wedding, Hunter's wedding, mm-hmm. was when the first rumors of him and Michaela not being together started surfacing because he didn't have a ring and she wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, he didn't wear his ring? No. Oh. And too, I know at that time too, somebody like from his family like posted something on Facebook about them not being together and it somehow got out (laughs) yeah like you know yo auntie Denise who like barely has a jitterbug phone somehow posted on Facebook (laughs) (laughs) 
and somehow somebody saw it and got it grew legs and <laughs> got out but yeah so I was like okay so that's the timeline on that whole thing yeah interesting all right, carry on <laughs> all right so they cut to the chase and and uh, Zach tells the brother that he wants his advice about um what he just did he just asked bow on a date and she said yes hunter asked if he first of all he wants to rule out the scandal part which i think is interesting he wanted to know if zach had been plotting this the whole time they were filming yep which now i think is very valid turns out hunter knows his brother well mm-hmm. <laughs> he says no but mm. of course <laughs> what are you gonna say oh, as a matter of fact I've been plotting this since honeymoon. No. Um, but, you know, he says no and that they've been playing pool and they've developed a really good friendship. And, um, you know, he just feels different about her now and wants to ask her out. And the brother asks how Bao is different from Michaela. And Zach says he has more in common with Bao than he ever did with Michaela. And then he lists off these things, which I think were... Uh, it's, he's playing it as not a dig, but it's kind of a dig. He says... This is not about who is better looking, who has a stable career, who's more mature, who's emotionally stable. It is if you have to say all that stuff. <laughs> he just says they're she's uh he, they're more compatible and she's honest and open and she's good looking. The brother asks how he thinks Michaela will feel about it, and Zach thinks that she won't care at all and that they haven't talked, so it doesn't matter. He then asks how he thinks Johnny will feel. And turns out Johnny doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> well, we saw at the reunion he was ready to wife swap off the yeah. rip. So we see who he was talking to about that. Yes. So turns out Johnny has given the green light to all the guys to go have it. If they want to get Val, go ahead and take a swing at her because he doesn't care. It's your nightmare. <laughs> about it the brother says he supports him and she seems really nice it's a nice switch up um he then asks if there are any reservations about going out with Val, and zach says no uh transitioning from friends to something more is a little nerve-wracking but it's worth the risk and we all see where that got them this week <laughs> nowhere fast they just wasted six months of each other's time <laughs> well he wasted six months of her time uh yeah he was chilling i feel bad for her after watching this. <laughs> but it's not cool to get blindsided. Nah, no. I usually watch shows on Wednesday and then I do my notes on Thursday. And so this all unfolded, what, Sunday, Monday-ish? Mm-hmm. So watching this with all that in mind was very cringy. Um, yeah, because I'm like, oh my, why are you saying this? <laughs> Take it back. It's gonna come back to haunt you. <laughs> You just killed yourself and you don't even know it. But that's how the cookie crumbles. Don't lie. All right. So our next scene, we've got Jose meeting up with Rachel's two friends. Um, I looked up the place where they're at. They're at a spot called the Social Beer Garden. It looks kind of cool. They've got like a ton of beers on tap and they have like all kinds of stuff, like live music, free yoga classes, burlesque, all kinds of stuff food trucks that sounds really fun except those chairs didn't look very comfortable it's fine just drink some beers you'll (laughs) won't even know (laughs) it's like those are chairs where like if you've had too many you might fall off (laughs) you'll just fall lightly onto the ground (laughs) 
roll <laughs> off the chair. Uh, Jose says that he's a little nervous that he's going to get grilled, but if that's what it takes for him to get into the friend's good graces, then so be it. He asks the ladies what's been going on since the last time he saw them, which was the wedding. And he continues to try to make some like small talk. And Larice, our, you know, we talk shit about her at the beginning, but she's a good friend. She she's is. no Sarah. Mm-mm. Larice is a friend you should have in your group. Yeah. She, yeah. She's like, okay, enough with this small talk bullshit. <laughs> right. She's like, let's get to the elephant in the room. Yes. Let's just talk about it and we can move past it. She doesn't think that Jose is a bad person, but if she did think that, they would be trying to scare him away and get rid of him. But hearing about the big blow up that they had really shocked her. And of course, they show the clip of the fight. Mm -hmm. Larissa says that they're not trying to make him feel like shit, but he needs to understand that the way that he acted is not okay under any circumstances. He's put her, He put Rachel in a position of distress and that's not cool for them. So then the other friend, Stephanie says, okay, we've only heard really one side of the situation. So can you give us some more information about you know, your perspective? Jose says that it's been a growing process. He doesn't like the fights or disagreements. He's fumbled a couple times in you know situations that led to big blowups and he didn't handle it correctly. He also didn't apologize in a quick manner, but by the way Rachel handed it, handled things, it was, you know, they were better for it as a couple. Basically letting him get away with not apologizing mm -hmm. or taking accountability. This was like a huge gloss over. Like right. that's not that's not what she asked. She asked what your side of the story is, like admit exactly to what you did. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Larice asks if they should expect this kind of behavior from him in the future. He says no. It took them going through this to figure out what they need as far as communicating better. Jose says that coming into the marriage, he thought he could take care of her, but he was doing too much, obviously. It wasn't that he was trying to be controlling, but he was acting based on what he thought a marriage should be in his mind. He didn't have a good role, mo role, good role model in his own father or his parents, so he didn't really understand how a marriage should work because he never saw love between his own parents. He says there's no roadmap or blueprint on how to build a marriage and for it to function correctly. It wasn't until Rachel vocalized to him that he was being controlling in her eyes that he realized it was even an issue. Again, he thought he was just taking care of her, like telling her what to do all the time because <laughs> he said so. Uh, again, Larisse says, Miss me with all the bullshit. Stop making these excuses. <laughs> you had a box in your mind and you were trying to stuff Rachel into that box. And, you know, he basically expected her to conform to his idea of what a perfect marriage is. Uh, you know, Larissa, she thinks he needs to pump the brakes a little bit. Jose says that he appreciates her saying that. He thinks he had one mindset and one view, but Rachel has changed that for him. Now they're communicating with each other every single day. He wants to allow her. I wrote that down too. <laughs> to be the independent woman she is. And he's trying to make strides to improve. Stephanie says they need to have each other's back because even when they don't see eye to eye, they still have the same end goal of being together. And in ITM, Larie says that she would like for Jose to take more accountability he talks the talk, but can he walk the walk? Again, she tells him she doesn't think he's a bad person. He says, well, neither do I, of course. <laughs> uh, she hopes that they get to see more of him so they can see more of his good side. 
Jose says that Rachel's friends have a lot of opinions about what she does and who she does things with. He falls in that category. So there's, again, here's that work. He's got to work, 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 you know, to get back in their good graces. But he's willing to do what it takes and he's not going to give up. They cut back to Larissa and she's saying that if he's learned and changed and is moving on, then they can accept that at face value. Ultimately, it's going to be his words coupled with his actual actions that, you know, would either prove that he's changed or push Rachel away. He needs to be doing the things that he says he's going to do to make Rachel feel safe. And then Stephanie does a little sip of tea and they let him know the ball is in his court. She gives him a little (laughs) side eye. And yeah, that's how the meeting with the friends went. You know who I want to see on Reddit is that woman he dated for four years with kids that she has a that about? to say about this guy could give a lot of tea to these friends <laughs> i'm sure yeah sippity sip mm-hmm. yeah these are good friends real talk yeah yeah love to see it <laughs> next on the schedule we've got brett and mirla we're going shopping bitch <laughs> so they're going shopping at pets land and you know of course, they walk in and immediately they do a little montage packet of like little cute puppies. Oh my gosh, so many cute puppies. They were a lot of cute puppies. Um, they walk through the facility and Mirla is saying that she's looking for a dog on the smaller side, probably 10, 15 pounds, something that's small enough for her to take with her if she has to travel. Travel size. <laughs> yes. It needs to be small, cute, and cuddly. So they have the like little evaluation area that they have blocked off for you to interact with the pets one-on-one. So they bring the first dog and it's a little brown fluffy potato. (laughs) Brett says, the dog has brown eyes. You have brown eyes. Are you going to take him home? And Mirla isn't sure about this one. Uh, Brett says she's a self-proclaimed puppy pusher because Mirla needs to get a dog so she can live vicariously through her since she can't get a new dog right now to replace Baxter. She's too busy with volleyball. I know. My sister's a coach and it's like 15 hour days. They have to go practice in the morning before school, then have school and then have another practice at the end. Wait for everybody's parents to pick them up. None of them are on time. Imagine that. I know. (laughs) My sister. It's not like you have something to do or somewhere to be. Right? Watch my kids for free. (laughs) Why aren't you watching your kids play volleyball? (laughs) I'm busy. Duh. It's happy hour, bitch. (laughs) I let them be in volleyball so I can do what I want to (laughs) do. At this point, uh, one of the Petland employees comes over and they switch out the little potato for two other little puppies. And they're both incredibly adorable. There's a little white one with brown spots and then a little brown one. And he had little white toes. Very cute. And, you know, both of them are like melting. They both have a little puppy in their arms. (laughs) And... uh, Oh, this is when Mirla brings up the getaway and she says, you know, she knows that Brett is busy with volleyball, but you know, how's it looking for the getaway? And Brett says, it's a no for her dog. Like straight up. Yeah. But Mirla's like, but I'm driving. I feel like Brett has checked out completely. Absolutely. Absolutely. She doesn't want y'all in her Instagram. She don't want anything to do with the show anymore. (laughs) Nope. Her watch is over. She's done. She's doing her minimum a contribution to the end of her contract. <laughs> exactly. I'm here so I don't get fined. Mm-hmm. That's what Mirla says. She's going to be driving Jose and Rachel down. And Brett's like, nah, I'm not going. You know, she, even though she misses everybody, she doesn't want to go. She would love to spend time with her friends. But at this point, there's 
no point in spending any time or seeing Ryan. Like, forget him. Brett asks her, which dog is she going to bring to the getaway? And that's when they bring in one final puppy for them to look at. Um, they both love how the dog is very sweet and calm. Mirla falls head over heels and says, check, please. <laughs> this one's coming home. She whips out her credit card. Uh, she says the responsibility is a lot, but she's excited. And she walks out with Miss Portia Fendi. I did see a post that she put um, up about the dog. She's had the dog since April. And now she's a dog mom who's excited to get puppuccinos. <laughs> she's like super excited. <laughs> Portia is a teddy bear Bichon Shih Tzu mix. Oh, wow. Yes, she fancy, honey. Mm-hmm. And yes, she's already been on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> People have given her a lot of shit for uh, buying from Petland instead of adopting. Yes, they have very unsavory practices. Well, it's puppy mill, period. It is. It is. Someone has to buy the puppy. But that's what I said before. We're talking about Mirla. She's not buying a used anything. She ain't. She wants the designer dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she went to the Neiman Marcus of dog stores. <laughs> No one should be surprised at this point. No, I mean, I guess the other alternative to, is to go to like directly to a breeder, but that's just as bad. Yeah. I think it's like half a step lower, maybe, <laughs> in morality. <laughs> well, I will say like the breeders do treat them very well. Right. Because yeah. they're money. Exactly. They're eating well. They got a lot of space, whatnot. They're happy dogs. She could have gone that route, but she didn't. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Next scene, we see Mirla's ex, Gil. I was like, who? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah, they were together, remember? No. <laughs> so he's meeting his therapist at a park bench. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's not where you go? No, not at all. Especially, okay, I have questions. So she's asking, what brings you here? And he says, how much time do you got? And she says, all the time in the world. Is this lady a real therapist? Because I have all the time in the world if I'm charging you 150 an hour. That's how much time I have in the world. <laughs> True that. You know what I'm saying? True that. I was like, is she a real therapist? <laughs> like, I'm just letting you know my rate. But she didn't say any of that. Like, is she a therapist or like a counselor? Yeah. Is she Dr. Pepper or Pastor Cal? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Obviously hired by production, not Gil's real therapist, I don't think, because Mm -hmm. it didn't seem they had any kind of relationship going on here. Right. She had to ask you why you came. Exactly. (laughs) Why Why are we here again? Oh, okay. (laughs) So he's going to therapy to get a perspective on life after marriage and to see what he can do to cope with everything. Now at this point, how many months have they been divorced? I feel like a long time. I feel really bad for him if he, this is seriously how he's feeling. I feel bad. Yeah, like we said before, the decision day was like in April and this is Mm -hmm. at August, September. Yeah, that's a long time. It's been a while. Considering you're only married eight weeks. That's the part I don't understand. Yeah. You only knew her eight weeks and you're this butthurt? Like how? It's like to his, in his skin yeah. it hurts. I feel like, I feel bad about that. But then again, remember he never been in a long-term relationship and this is still not a long-term relationship, but it was a marriage. Right. So. And didn't he say too, he'd never been in like love, love like that before? No, he said, well, he did say that he has said it before, 
but said it too quickly. So mm. I don't know if he really loved that person or not. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he felt pressured mm. to say it. I don't know. Either way, if this is sincere, um, which I do think it is because he was crying a lot at the reading stuff, um, then I feel bad for him if it's still haunting him like this. To this day. To this day. He still needs time to process this all. Well, he tells the therapist that the divorce was a gut punch. Um, <laughs> she says that, you know, he had this narrative going on. He had this story he had already imagined in his head. And it's a gut punch because it didn't turn out how he wanted it to turn out. So the narrative is changing. So now he has to rewrite his story and she wants to know what his new story is going to look like. And he says he hasn't even really thought about the future. He's just trying to stay present. She then brings up that he's still wearing his wedding band. Why on earth is he wearing this wedding band? That is a long time to be. I understand feeling your feelings, but also wearing the wedding band? That's crazy to me. Can't let it go, dog. He can't. He can't. Um, yeah, he says that he's still wearing the wedding band because they're not divorced yet. And it represents that he's willing to fight for his marriage. He told himself that whoever he was married to, their marriage was going to be the model of what a marriage should look like. The therapist then says, yeah, but it takes two people to make their marriage work. So if the ring represents fighting for something, he's the only one fighting. So should you put the weapon down? And he says, yeah. He's fighting a war all by himself and you know all he has is no weapons just faith and that's not enough he then takes the ring off and uh, he can't hold on to something that continues to hurt him so removing the ring kind of gives him some relief of the pressure she asks how it feels and he says it doesn't feel good he's still very disappointed about the outcome of the marriage and she says it's okay that's part of the process the man gills out here down bad Hopefully one day he recovers. Oh, I'm sure he's loving all the attention from everyone. <laughs> he seems to be enjoying it. <laughs> Maybe in season 15, we'll say that the cheese mate is that Gil's engaged. We saw it on Instagram live. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. He married that lady that posts them every week. <laughs> he finally messaged her back. All right, girl, come on over. <laughs> and it just turned out to be the love of his life. Who is completely obsessed with him. Perfect. <laughs> I am curious as to what Gil's type is. I don't know. Right? I don't know. Background on that at all. I even wonder about Gil sometimes. I'm like, what is your deal? Like, oh, did you see his picture with the long hair he put on his stories? Mm, yeah, I did not like that. <laughs> How do you go from that to that to this? <laughs> There's a, like, a big disconnect there. <laughs> like skinny like, with dreads. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, that's, I think, still when he was, like, bodybuilding. So he was probably cutting weight. Yeah. But. With the receding hairline. Yeah. That's that's why he had to let that go. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> the ends weren't making up for the top. <laughs> <laughs> so he just said, I'm going to have to let that go and just grow a beard. <laughs> That's coming in full still. A little salt and pepper, but it's still coming in. It looks good. Gil, hold on, man. You can make it. We believe in you. <laughs> We're putting it in the universe. Yes. Manifest it. Manifest it. <laughs> All right. Moving along. Next, we see Michaela and her sister, Ejela, I believe it's pronounced. Why does everybody on this show got to have a unique name? I don't think that's how you pronounced it because she... she... She That's how she said it. it. I didn't think she pronounced the I. 
That's what I heard. I don't know. I don't know how you say that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We'll never see her. Michaela's sister. <laughs> we attempted. Sorry. <laughs> but they're going to the shadow boxing class. Uh, Michaela says she wants to show her sister the changes that she's been making in her daily life. So this is her new hobby. She says that shadow boxing is helping her get rid of some of that extra energy that she has and really is putting her back in line. Their instructor, Ileana, says that shadow boxing is about finding your inner fighter. Her philosophy is that when you feel good on the inside, you shine a light on the outside. When you find your inner fighter, you can kill your demons and you're able to connect better with people and really enjoy your life to the fullest. Now, this chick sounds like a better therapist. That's what I was like. I didn't think we were going to be getting this holistic <laughs> outlook. I thought we were just going to hit and kick <laughs> and her arms the instructor's arms were amazing she was ripped i didn't notice if she was jacked no she's not like mm, bulky yeah but like angela bassett arms like strong yeah just strong looks good i was impressed good for them so michaela says that she's trying to make a change and is actively working on herself she's trying to fight off all the bad stuff and let it all go so then they show them getting started with the workout. Of course, they do a little montage. Michaela seems to be having a really good time pretending to elbow somebody in the face. Somebody. Somebody. <laughs> Not one particular person or two or three <laughs> or four. <laughs> it couldn't be Zach or Bao or <laughs> Ryan. It's not them. It's another. Uh, nonetheless, she says that the exercise has helped her temperament and her knee-jerk reactions because it's teaching her focus. It's helping her understand her feelings before she reacts to anything. She says it really is a good release for her and she loves it. So at this point, they wrap up the little session and her and her sister, um, you know, go sit down, have some water. They both say they feel great. Her sister says, or ask her if she plans on doing it more. Michaela says yes, because it really helps her put those triggers in per into perspective. Ultimately, she was trying to protect herself. She didn't need to react so instantaneously to what's happening to her. Her sister asks if she's if she's going to go on the getaway uh, with the rest of the group. And Michaela says she's weighing the pros and cons of it. Okay, bullshit. We're all <laughs> obviously watching this show. She obviously doesn't want to film with anybody and doesn't have a relationship with these people. Mm -hmm. They're not friends. She's not going to go because she doesn't like them. So... She fake tells us that she wants to, you know, remain healthy and happy. So she wants to make sure that if she goes to the getaway, which she's never going to, um, <laughs> it would be the best choice for her. So she says, again, hurt people hurt people. And she doesn't want to throw her broken self into anybody's lives. So she's working on herself and repairing herself, gluing herself back together. She says she needs to learn proper coping mechanisms to be a better person. And then in an ITM, her sister says that she loves the changes that she's seeing in Michaela. She thinks that she's growing daily and that's awesome and that their dad would be proud of her. Oh. So I do think Michaela is actually working on herself. Not like Jose working on himself, air quotes. Mm -hmm. Michaela's actually doing things like going to therapy, going to these kinds of classes that really seem to be helping her channel all of this anger. Rage. <laughs> yeah <laughs> this anger at herself at other people and it does even though she's talking in fortune cookies she you know it does look like she's working on herself mm -hmm. but these phrases 
remind me of Darcy. Her and so, Gil. Totally rational. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Her and Gil, they keep talking in these euphemisms and it kind yeah. of annoys me. Speak in Instagram quotes. They do. Manifest that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So next, we go to one of the most boring dates I've ever seen in life. Girl. Uh... <laughs> Okay, I'm not even going to lie. When it started out, I was like, who is getting out of the car with these hoe heels on? And I was like, yeah. oh. I thought that too. I and then like, I was like, this? this is Ryan's type? So mm. somebody put, somebody on Reddit, of course, said, um, okay, Ryan, you didn't have to just bring out a brunette to make this thing. Your type was not blondes because we all know it's blonde. Yep. <laughs> and then somebody else um theorized that this is just one of his friends doing a solid for him because he couldn't get anybody to go on this show yikes i mean that's that might be so i don't know i mean even then he had to find it out of towner mm-hmm. this bitch drove eight hours for this shit mm-hmm. i wish the fuck i would <laughs> never <laughs> i don't even want to drive across town dog <laughs> depending on what time it is you live 15 minutes away? Nah, dog, I can't. I'll catch you I'm next sh- time. <laughs> 100% sure. Ryan has points. He couldn't fly her? No. He couldn't even take her somewhere she wanted to go. I bet. <laughs> so we meet Maggie, who is more of Ryan's type. And they're going on a date. And yeah, they hung out a few weeks ago in a group setting in Dallas. And they've known each other for a bit, but they haven't really had this one-on-one time together to go past this kind of friend acquaintance stage. So Ryan has picked this place. It is a sushi place. Did you catch a name? I didn't. Uh, they showed the sign. I did. I looked it up because I was like, okay, she doesn't eat sushi, first of all. <laughs> and not only does she not eat sushi, she definitely doesn't eat raw fish. So what does this place specialize in? Shashimi and nigiri, a.k.a. raw fish. So I was like, this bitch is just going to eat edamame and that's all she can have. I couldn't tell what she was eating. Um, I couldn't tell either. Yeah, I, I, I really couldn't piece that together. Also, did you notice she has Jovi teeth? Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> she totally has Jovi mouth. It's oh, hilarious. Just all teeth. Yes. And that, that shape. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly like what you're talking about. you suck your thumbs too long. <laughs> anyway. That's good. <laughs> so Ryan picked this sushi place based on his friend's pictures on Instagram. Instead of asking Maggie what she actually wanted to do in Houston, or if there was a restaurant she wanted to try, or really any basic questions when you ask somebody out on a date. So she doesn't like sushi and she wants cooked sushi. Um, And then he kind of jokes like, oh, maybe I should have asked you. But they have pretty drinks. So that's something. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then um, they do a toast to her driving to Houston and him not going to Dallas. Again, not a really classy move, Ryan. Uh, no wonder you're single. This makes perfect sense. I would be so mad. Eight hours and I didn't even get a dinner. Oh, I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, this would never, ever happen because I would absolutely never, ever, ever do that. That's what I'm ever. saying. It had to be a good friend to do this. But still, you making your good friend drive? Messed up. So 
the date is just starting and he's already making plans to visit Dallas and alternate the visits so that they see each other. And, and then there's just like strange, awkward pause at, right after that. Like, can we have dinner first? But you know, it's funny. Zach does the same thing. Yeah, he does the exact same thing. He does. You're right. Interesting. Mm. So this is Ryan's first date since his marriage. I doubt that. And he says he feels good. Then he's happy she's there. It feels really weird not wearing a wedding ring. And she says it feels weird for her going out with a married man because technically they're not divorced. Um, she then asks Ryan what he's looking for in a wife, which is also weird first date talk, in my opinion. Agreed. And we've heard all this stuff before. He, Ryan wants a good person, someone to do stuff with, someone who enjoys the same things like traveling outdoors, working out, and trying new things. Brett was great, but they were very different, and I'm, he's pretty sure that Brett wasn't picturing him either. He says it's really weird talking about his marriage, but that's okay because he, he's okay talking about it because he feels really comfortable with Maggie. He then asks Maggie what she's looking for, and she says she hasn't really thought about it, which I think is a lie. Um, she says that she basically wants somebody who has the same values, the same beliefs, and loves dogs. To which Ryan says, check. Maggie is more of his physical type, and he knows in the past that he hasn't dated women with a lot of depth. So he's trying to dig a little deeper and see how it goes. He thinks that this was a really good first date. No, it wasn't. What <laughs> date was he on? This date was hot trash. It was, right? She didn't look like she was having a good time at all. No. Like he said, there's no depth. They like could barely hold a conversation. And then he's being weird, bringing up all this shit you should not be talking about on a first date. I don't want to hear about your ex-wife. <laughs> Well, now I don't think I, I don't I don't want to dismiss Maggie as having no depth. She could just have no interest and be super sour about the eight-hour car ride and eating sushi she didn't want to eat. So her depth meter is stopping because she doesn't knows this is not going to go anywhere. <laughs> it's like I'm on this date because I'm already here. Yes, where's my Amazon gift card? Thanks, production. My hundred dollars <laughs> per deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, this was not a great date at all. It was a mess, Ryan. And he and he doubles down like later on when he's talking about it. He's like, yeah, it was great. He thinks it was great. I truly believe he thinks that. Have you been on that many days that you're just like blind? <laughs> that they're all just like this, just like transactional. And it's like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm not going to call you anymore. Whatever. <laughs> Next. You're so far removed. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I don't want to drive to Dallas every other weekend. Thanks, so. Bye. Stupid. Mm -hmm. All right. Moving on. Next, we see Miss Bao. She's doing a get ready with me segment. <laughs> so we see her in her, uh, her house. She's getting, you know, putting her makeup on, getting her outfit out, grabbing some shoes. She reveals that she's actually getting ready for her date with Zach. And she looks great. But when does she not? true and it's yet another red dress she's a lady in red she is always eternally <laughs> so then uh she goes to answer the door it's her friend um that we saw from earlier in the season and she's coming over to help her finish getting ready bao says that she's nervous but really excited they go and sit in the living room and she asks you know what you know how's my outfit looking her friend says she looks beautiful which she does Bao says that she can't wait to see Zach 
and how handsome he looks for the date. <laughs> so then we go back to them in the living room and they're continuing to pick out shoes and accessories. This is when Bao says Zach has never seen her dressed up before or in this kind of light before. She's got her freakum dress on for the night <laughs> and she's ready to see if it can do what it do. Mm-hmm. She, she knows what she got. Yeah, she, she absolutely knows. <laughs> we all know. Mm-hmm. When it's like, when it's hitting right, you'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> she knows because she has like 50 bathing suits that she parades around in, in, her, in her home for fun. Let us not forget. <laughs> and I know who would want to watch that parade. And so does she. Yep. But anyway, they sit down and they're kind of talking. An says from the outside, looking in, this situation is kind of weird because they were both married to different people and now they're going out and dating each other. She asks Val if she thinks that this is going to be upsetting to Johnny or Michaela. Val says that when it comes to Johnny, she does not care at all. She's got to move on. She came into this for the right reason. She came in to get married and that she's not just going on any old date. So she hopes that Zach realizes that she's still dating with those same intentions of being married. Then uh, she says that she thinks that taking the risk with Zach is a move to make because he seems so genuine. (laughs) (laughs) And that she says she hates to compare, but it's hard not to. Her friend asks, what are the differences besides their age, obviously? What, Zach is 27 mm-hmm. and Johnny's 35? So is she? Yeah, I think she is. I don't know if I could date somebody 27. Ooh, sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't want to date somebody 30. <laughs> uh, so she says the differences are that when she was dating Johnny, it was like she was dating a man child and Zach is not that. He's a man man. A man man. She says uh, what sets Zach apart from Johnny is also the way that he thinks that she's gotten to know Zach over the last few months and he makes her feel comfortable to be herself. She's still nervous about how the date is going to go and how he's going to be, but at the same time, why not give it a shot? Anne says that she's there to support her, you know, whatever makes her happy, she's cool with. Zach seems like a good guy from what she's heard so far and his family seems to be cool. Bao says that she likes that he has the connection with his family, especially his siblings, because he's the oldest. So as the oldest, you kind of have to look out for the younger ones. And that makes him more mature than the average 27-year-old. Bao thinks there's some promise with Zach. She said she's moved on and knows that Johnny has moved on. So she just wants to be with someone that wants to be with her. She doesn't want to stop living and stop being who she is because of this situation. She just wants to be happy for herself. Sure, girl. Okay, remember Zach episode, early episodes where even his friends and family were like, all he's ever wanted was to be married. He's been talking about marriage for so long. And Do you think, here's a tinfoil hat, devil's advocate, do you think that that was his mindset and then this marriage just blew up in his face and now he's got a lot of, air quotes, fame and getting a lot of DMs, getting a lot of positive attention uh, he's playing the sympathy card. He's never had access to this much ass ever. And he's just like, ah. But yeah, now he's a fuckboy. <laughs> Do you think that maybe he was sincere at the beginning? Michaela truly ruined him. Yeah. Well, he even said, he even said at reunion that he's kind of off of marriage. Mm-hmm. So do you think that maybe he was sincere at the beginning and now he's a fuckboy? Because he was like crying and shit. Like, 
Yeah. Because he wanted this one shot at marriage. And how nervous he was. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And getting married and all that kind of stuff. Perhaps. I don't know. There could be something there, my friend. You might be on to something. Take my tinfoil hat off. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So now we're going to two of Bao's exes. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Of course they did this. Of course they did this. Of course, production knows exactly what they're doing. So ex-husband Johnny... And ex-best friend Sarah are having a virtual happy hour together. Sarah was Bao's best friend of 20 years. That's like you and me. That's like me doing something to you. That's insane. Like, I couldn't even imagine doing anything like this to you. It's not even on my freaking radar to do like that. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to do something really bad. Right? I can't even... Like... <laughs> literally can't imagine anything that comes close to this oh my god you have to like endanger my life or something right <laughs> for me to be like fuck off forever <laughs> yeah it's crazy <laughs> so sarah says that her and johnny get along so well because he is the male version of her she came into the right moment when he needed to talk according to johnny he didn't feel like he could talk freely and she wasn't going to lie to him he enjoys talking to sarah because she understands where he's coming from sarah says bow is like a cat she comes to you when she wants and gets her space when she wants and her and johnny are like dogs and he says that's like the best analogy ever he says that he appreciates that sarah stepped up when no one else would everybody else i guess was kind of talking him into staying in this marriage and we saw it with his friends Mm-hmm. and giving it a shot and kind of just placating to Bao. Uh, Sarah says that Bao has a tendency to listen, but not listen. I didn't know what that meant. What do you think that means? I think hear, but not listen. Mm. Yeah, okay, okay. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like Jose. <laughs> yes, like Jose. Um, she then says that Bao needs a beta. Johnny says she needs a beta. And I'm like, are you trying to say you're an alpha? Because... yeah. Nah. Because he's not, obviously. You know what? This is a great point. He is not an alpha because, one, if if Bao supposedly uh, made this really big mindfuck for him, he fell for it. And alpha would yep. not fall for that. Yep. Two. She broke you down, remember? Yep. Mirla is an alpha. Mm-hmm. And Johnny is her beta. It is very obviously that he follows her around like a little puppy dog. Not a dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, he's a dog. Bell's a cat. <laughs> they said it themselves. Mm, I'm just, I'm just putting the facts out there. <laughs> Man, your synapses are firing tonight. <laughs> I know. So Johnny's actually been doing something really great for himself. He's been going to therapy, but he's been his reason though. He's like he's going to therapy to get over the resentment he has towards Bell, which I thought was real deep, colorful words. Um, he wants Bao to get therapy because he thinks she needs to go. Uh, he said there's a lot of things he needs to work on to be a better partner. He's unsure about going to the getaway because of Bao. Sarah says if it brings him to a place of mental unwellness, he shouldn't go. And he even mentioned the reunion. The reunion brought him back to such a negative place and he felt like he really regressed just sitting next to Bao at the reunion. To which Sarah says you need to do what's best for your mental well-being. You do you, boo. You do you, boo. Best advice ever. Yep. (laughs) Works in all situations. 
Yep. Yeah. That's for someone who didn't care or doesn't care. Why are you feeling so hard? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll deep. See it la- yeah, we'll see it later. Like he sure does get butt hurt over something he wanted, which is her not talking to him. <laughs> right? Isn't like, yeah, what wh- where was the problem? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's hilarious. What a ding dong. Indeed. But moving along, the next scene that we get is date night. This is the one everybody's been waiting for. Sure. We've been talking about it for months and months and months. Everybody's fingers have been typing fast on the internet. But now we finally see it. Confirmation. Zach and Bao are on their first date. So we see them walking up to a restaurant called 1836. I looked it up, of course. Um, It's like a Greek-American pub kind of place. Okay. Which I was like, all right. Now, what I did notice is when they showed the exterior shot of the restaurant, Mm -hmm. there was a giant sign that said, now open for call-in and pickup, delivery, and curbside. There was nothing about dine-in happening. So is this all just staged for the COVID of it all? Like- (laughs) When they were sitting at the table, yes, there was another table next to them with a few people, but those were the only other people we saw. Even looking over Bao's shoulder in the window, there was nobody inside. Dang. And they had to bring in this one waiter (laughs) to do all this bullshit (laughs) just for this dumbass show. I don't want that. I want to order my food. Can you you Um, put that alcohol in a drink? It's COVID. I don't want you spitting anything anywhere. What the fuck are you doing? I guess fire kills it, but shit. I'd rather not risk it. Thank you. Also, please put your mask back on. I didn't even think of that. Come over here and spit fire and shit everywhere. Get the hell out of here. Oh, man. That's a fantastic point. But anyway, they walk in. rails over here i'm just saying these are things i notice (laughs) i'm the person that looks in the background (laughs) i see everything (laughs) oh man so they walk in and you know bow is kind of saying oh i guess we're a little overdressed for the you know elevated chilies and zach (laughs) is like well you look great so you know i just wanted to match you but he still has jeans on so i know that much you... you just wore a coat yeah, no. <laughs> that you didn't keep on. Uh, so they, you know, are again complimenting each other back and forth. Then that's when the waiter comes over and he says, you know, for our first time customers, we'd like to do a little razzle dazzle. And he does his little trick. And, you know, that's all well and good. Uh, Bow jokes that if that's how he lost all his hair doing the flare tricks. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I just grew back my eyebrows last week and I've singed them off already. <laughs> Jesus. And Zach is like laughing like it's the funniest thing he's ever heard. Like head back howling, basically. And an ITM Bao says it's been a long time since she's been on a date. But now it's like she's being swept off her feet. But it's by her friend Zach. At the table, they order. And of course, Zach wants his little girly fruity drink, Mm -hmm. which he gets. They both order steak. Bao likes it bloody. She says raw. He wants it medium rare, which I was like, I'll pass on the rare steak. I'm a well-done person and my husband makes fun of me all the time. I was a well-done person until I wasn't. (laughs) Just like I didn't like steak 
for the longest time until I bought my own steak. I realized I, as growing up, I didn't like it because my parents bought cheap ass steaks. But when I started buying my own steak and we had prime money, <laughs> then steaks are delicious. Yes. And yeah, and they weren't cooked to hell. <laughs> Neither here nor there. Side note, when I went to a, a steak restaurant, was it Kirby's here in San Antonio? Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. I ordered chicken. <laughs> It was delicious. I'm not going to hold you. It was delicious. I believe you. My husband made it. It was really good, so I don't care. <laughs> hey, at least you ate. Would you rather you order a steak that you don't like or don't finish or don't want to eat? Let's be real. I'd probably eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you got your chicken and you liked it. <laughs> but anyway, back at the table, they start talking uh, about... Uh, the little flare tricks and Zach says you know those kinds of things make him nervous because he's afraid the person's gonna like drop the bottle and make a mistake and set the whole restaurant on fire and Val said yeah she was afraid too that you know her hair might catch valid in the night early and then Zach makes it weird by asking hey is it weird being on a date with me why do you guys do stuff like this I don't understand (laughs) it was perfectly fine until you did this but she says it is a little bit weird you know they've been hanging out a lot but they've never been dressed up or anything like that like normally she's in her yoga pants and they're shooting pool and he's like but i like them yoga pants though Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he's like no no let me stop i'm fucking things up already which you are by being like too forward and she's like damn we haven't even got the drinks yet and already you like trying to get my yoga pants yeah she laughs it off so he tries to change the subject and we get zach in an interview saying that it's weird being on a date with your friend but they're taking the risk so hopefully it's worth it they came into this process trying to find love so again why not give this a shot back at the table he asks her what her biggest reservation is about him and she says well let me first let us talk about intention like she was saying to her friend before she says that she got married at first sight hoping to find the one fall in love, and have a family. None of that has changed. And Zach says he thinks anyone going into this experiment process wants to date with intention. He feels the same way she does. Nothing's changed about the way he feels about being married. He says it's a big risk for them to be dating. So if he wasn't going to be serious about it, why would he do it? Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Bao says that it means a lot for her to hear him say that because It means he prioritizes her. So the waiter comes over. They bring Zach his, you know, juicy juice. And it looks like Bao has an old fashioned. And they decide what they're going to toast to. He says, cheers to taking risks. She says, cheers to being genuine. Hmm. Uh, Zach goes on to say he thinks it's that they're so natural and relaxed together because they've hung out so much. It's just coming easy. He likes that he can be his self around her and she can do the same. Again, he compliments her on how good she looks, and Bao is eating it up with a spoon. She says that's something she wasn't getting in her marriage. He knows this. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So Zach asks if she wants to go out again, and again, like we said before, he's doing the same thing Ryan's doing. Like, they haven't even gotten through the first course, and he's already planning the next date. Bao says that they have a lot to think about. They went from hanging out as buddies to her being in, you know, her tight red dress and her pumps. And so that was date number one, number two on the top of his mind. Yoga pants right behind that. (laughs) Probably in front of that. 
Jeez. Oh, Zach. What the fuck? <laughs> fooled so many people. Man, he had us all fooled. Yeah. Damn, Michaela. I'm sorry if he was really like messing with your head. <laughs> believe it. You know, I believe it. She has her issues. Yes. But this is. But he's. He's a manipulator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Explains a lot. It really does. So also on the date, Rachel and Jose are going bowling. Jose has planned the date and Rachel's very appreciative that he's working so hard at working at their marriage. <laughs> Did you also notice here? Nobody else was in there. They were the only people in the whole place. So I'm like trying, I'm wondering like, what's the timeline? Because Ryan's date there, well, we only saw like one little corner of a table, but yeah. there were other people. So I'm like, okay, in the COVID of it all, when was this all actually, like what mm-hmm. were restrictions at? Mm-hmm. But I mean, we live in Texas. There hasn't been a lot of restrictions in a while. <laughs> and Houston was a hot, hot spot. Remember that? How can I forget? <laughs> anyway so they're playing uh they're playing they're bowling and uh or about to bowl but and they have a little wager going on whoever wins the game is gonna get breakfast in bed so then they have like a little montage of them bowling would you go bowling in a backless top (laughs) she looked cute though and heels i know she looked cute but i was like "Mm, i don't know if this is a practical choice i wouldn't i wouldn't i don't know why but i'm always really cold in the bowling because it is cold in there why why is it cold What's the purpose of that? Balls. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> sure <it> does. <laughs> anyway, she's cute. I like how she taunts him. She's like, oh, someone's scared. Which I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> but Jose does suck and Rachel wins. Jose asks about how the pool party went with Marilyn and Johnny. Uh, Rachel says that Johnny is probably not going to the getaway. Um, she's looking forward to the getaway. She thinks it'll be a nice opportunity. Uh, she thinks it's really weird, though, that everyone else fizzled out but them. To which Jose says, yeah, marriage is a lot of hard work. <laughs> and she thinks it's working, but uh, she thinks their marriage is working. But she wants things to be good with her friends and her family before, you know, they progress any further, like moving in or something. He said it's going to take some time, but he's willing to put in the work. Her friends are hard, um, like a hard nut to crack, but it comes from a place of love, which is true. Larice is throwing it down because she's trying to protect her friend. So Rachel says she's not going to move in until she feels safe and secure in their marriage. And she has a lot to think about. Uh, before making that decision. Short and sweet and boring. Uh, You better think long and hard, girl, because... Because it's a lot of work. So much. (laughs) So much work. Like, hard work. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) Like, every day, some work needs to be done to show that you're working, to work at your marriage. Have they... They haven't even even mentioned couples therapy. I could see Jose maybe not wanting to go by himself because a lot of people have that stigma with therapy. Yeah. I can see, and especially uh, Hispanic or even minority communities have that yeah. stigma or, oh, you're crazy. That's why you're in therapy, which is of course not true whatsoever. Shout out to Insecure. <laughs> there you go. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Super. But um, you would think if you're working so hard on your marriage, one of the things would be to go to couples therapy at least. But it doesn't sound, they have never mentioned that at all. Yeah. Uh, all this hard work they claim to be doing, uh, aware. I'd like to see a receipt, please. Mm-hmm. Can I talk to the manager something? No, no, no. He's off. Oh. <laughs> all right. So now the moment we've all been waiting for. Finally, we have made it to the getaway that should not be happening because why (laughs) 
stop wasting my time. <laughs> so we see Jose, Rachel, Mirla, and baby Portia. They all arrive. Cute dog. The dog is very, very cute. You, yeah, you can't lie. She's cute. So they're at the Wildflower Ranch. It's, you know, this big old log cabin and a little man-made lake and all that stuff. It's about an hour outside of Houston in Willis, Texas. Uh, now, when I first looked it up, I was like, wait a minute. This house only has three bedrooms. <laughs> I was like, if they were messed up at the other, at the couple's retreat, they're for sure going to be messed up if everybody came. <laughs> Yep. On this trip. But apparently on the property, there's also little tiny houses as well that they are utilizing as well. So you're not going to have to sleep in the same bedroom as your ex (laughs) or, you know, on the couch. So they're walking into the uh, cabin. They say it's Mirla approved. Then production does some, you know, shots around the cabin. We see all the taxidermy animals that are literally hanging from the ceiling. First, they stumble to the master bedroom, which is, you know, this big, nice bed. They've got the spa tub. They've got the double head showers. It's like the bee's knees. Um, So, of course, Rachel and Jose claim that because, one, this was their trip. Two, they're the only couple there. (laughs) So, I mean, naturally, it makes sense that they would get the big room. So, next, they say they're going to take Mirla to her place. And she is having trouble you know, walking in her lubes across the grass. She hasn't learned from the first outing they did in the woods. And I don't know why. I mean, we've seen you wear tennis shoes before. Just wear the fucking (laughs) tennis shoes. You're going like out to the woods. What the hell's wrong with you? I know. Yeah, you tripped in the door the first time. Like that wasn't a lesson. Right. (laughs) But obviously not. So she's struggling to tip tip along. And they get to her little tiny house um, that, again, is Mirla approved. So they all decide, you know, let's get settled in a little bit. Let's change. And then we'll go meet out at the lake. Cool, cool. Um, Jose and Rachel leave Mirla's place. And then we hear somebody, like, beating down the door at Mirla's little uh, tiny house. And, she you know, she's like, I'm coming. She comes out, opens the door. Surprise, it's Johnny. He made it after all. Okay, did you see the way she looked at him? Yes, she's like giddy. She is like swooning. She gave him a good up and down when she Mm -hmm. opened that door. They have a big old hug and he says he missed her. Yeah, she's jumping up and down. Literally. They fucking, I'm calling it now. They fucking. (laughs) She says she's surprised because she didn't think that he was going to come. But he says he decided to come to the getaway because he wanted to have fun with his friends and hopefully avoid Bao and that he missed her too. Again, he says he missed her. Mm -hmm. Then that's when Johnny spots Portia and Mirla, you know, goes and gets the dog, hands it to him and says, is this your new daddy? Yes. (laughs) They fucking. Then she says that she can't believe that he came. And, you know, he's again saying he misses her. They hug again. She says her heart is happy and that they're going to marshmallow tonight. What does that mean? S'mores. Remember, she likes s'mores. No, I, I literally think <laughs> Mirla ate like 10 s'mores the last time they were on a, around a bonfire. <laughs> Who calls it that? We're going to marshmallow tonight? She's done. I don't think that's a euphemism for anything. <laughs> I really think it's s'mores. I don't know. So at this point now, everybody's ready to um, head outside. 
So they're at the lake. Rachel and Jose are going to take out the paddle boards. Jose says he feels great being with Rachel because they feel like a married couple again. It's nice to spend time with her and, you know, different surroundings, a different environment. It's a breath of fresh. He hopes that she's kind of made up her mind as far as moving in in their relationship. At that point, that's when Mirla and Johnny walk up. Both Rachel and Jose are very excited to see Johnny. Rachel even like runs over to him. I thought she was going to knock him over. (laughs) Are we missing something? They love some Johnny. I know, but they're like really into him. I don't know. Maybe it's the edit. He hated Bao so much. (laughs) It was so miserable. It's just like night and day. Yeah. I don't know. But then they show a little montage of Johnny and Mirla. They're out on the paddle boards and playing around in the water. Totally not like a couple would at all. Mm -hmm. Like two strangers. But then eventually Ryan and Maisie show up. And then they're followed by Zach and Bao. Bao says that she's arriving at the getaway with Zach. And she's thinking, hopefully Johnny won't be there. The truth is, she really just wants to spend time with Zach. That's her whole objective in this weekend or however long. Uh, They go in the house. They say hello to Ryan. Then all three of them go outside to meet everybody else who's already there. So our crew of four is like having chips and like snacks at the little picnic table. Maisie runs up to them. Then uh, Zach Bao and Ryan are to follow. As soon as Johnny sees Bao, he starts to freak out. Mm -hmm. He's saying to himself, holy shit, that's her. Not ready for this. (laughs) So they're all greeting each other and Bao totally ignores Johnny. She does not want to interact with him at all. She can't even say hello to him. And, you know, he rolls his eyes basically and says this is typical for her. She can't even be a decent adult human being. She can't even say just hi. Yeah, I kind of agree with Johnny here. She's a 35-year-old. We can just say hi. And that is literally it. You do not have to talk with him at all. There's so many other people here. You don't have to say anything. But it's just... It just seems really immature and petty. Well, that is what it is. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, there's no harm in saying hello. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a, you can even make it a dry hello. Mm-hmm. But to make everyone else uncomfortable on purpose. Yeah. yeah. That's, that, I think that's, I don't care about Johnny. It's like, if you truly care about these other people and y'all having a good weekend or good experience. Don't make it so awkward. Yeah. Because everybody felt it. Right. But the next scene that we see is the trio again, uh, BFFs, Ryan, Zach, and Bao. They're going to go fishing. So Zach says, you know, hot topic, Johnny is here. (laughs) Ryan says that he's surprised to see him because he had talked to him just as recently as that morning and he hadn't said that he was coming. So Bao says that's interesting that he just last minute flipped and decided to come. It reminds her of Decision Day (laughs) and of her entire marriage. But she's, you know, says whatever. He doesn't exist in her world anymore and she's planning on paying him no attention. She says that Brett isn't there either and asks Ryan how he feels about it. And he's like, well, I'm not mad at it. I don't care. Good. (laughs) Perfect. They ask him about his recent date and if there's any potential. He says yes, but it sucks that she's long distance. But he's been in more difficult situations than that. He says that he's physically attracted to her, but he still doesn't know much about her. He really wants to get to know her. Again, like he was saying before, what he learned from this experiment is that it takes a little bit more from more than attraction. 
it's um or they say that it's nice that he's putting himself out there again and he says val i've always been out there <laughs> so ryan asks zach how his life his love life is going or if there's been any um recent hurricane evacuations <laughs> and zach says no he's just chilling trying to be happy so at this point he lets us know that him and val are dating but they don't plan on telling anybody else because number one it's not their business and number two they don't need the extra drama right now things are already weird let's not add an extra layer you would think they would at least tell ryan since he's their they, butt buddy yeah they, if they're meeting up on a regular basis because they they screwed up their friendship but they also screwed up ryan's friendship with both of them that kind of sucks it's no more weekly slick willies slick willies. that's where no. they went <laughs> what's it i thought yeah. you were just saying something no. Like, no more Rocky J's. No more Fast Eddie's. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, uh, after that, pretty much Zach says he wants to go on a paddleboard because he didn't get to do that on the honeymoon. Val says she wants to try it too. And then somehow Ryan lost his shirt and is casting his fishing line. <laughs> so two people are obviously not there at the getaway. Michaela and Gil. But they, uh, oh, I forgot about Brett. Brett's not there either. But Michaela and Gil are getting together and uh, at the park. Mm -hmm. I guess Gil is a fan of the park. Um... He only had one day free off the fire department. <laughs> he had to go change in the bathroom real quick and then go to the other side of the park. <laughs> so Michaela kind of describes their friendship um, as the positive thing that she took from the experience. She really likes Gil because he's so grounded. They both decided not to go. Um, Gil didn't want to go because what's the point? He doesn't see the point of, I, I get that. And if he wants to hang out with you, he's going to hang out with you. And if he doesn't, he's not going to, right? And Michaela's a little more blunt. She says that she just doesn't want to be around Zach. There's no value in it. Look at that. That's now it makes sense. Um, but she's uh, looking forward to experience her life as the new her. She's been working on herself and she's just ready to keep using these uh, these euphemisms and these quotes and these uh, IG uh, sayings, you know, and she keeps saying them over and over again and it kind of gets on my nerves. But I'm happy for her. <laughs> it's helping her. It is helping her, so more power to it. Gil tells uh, Michaela about her his therapy session that he had. He finally took off his ring and when he did that, He's letting freedom ring. Amen, brother. Uh, Michaela asks if by removing his ring, has the weight off his, uh, on his shoulders, has it lifted? Is it gone? And he said for sure. He feels like he's moving on in the right direction. She then asks, what does the future hold for him? And he says he doesn't really know. All he knows is that he's going to medic school and he wants to completely heal before doing anything else. Is it simple as that? Mm-hmm. They're trying to collect their check. I was going to say, another scene that was totally unnecessary. <laughs> not necessary at all. Um, next scene we see is uh, Jose is cooking for everyone. There's like a little clip of that. While Jose is cooking, Zach and Val are going on a walk. Okay, did you see, like, they just, like, came wandering out of the woods? I thought it was so weird. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Like, what were y'all doing in there? <laughs> Hiking. Duh. Is that what they're calling it these days? Mm -hmm. So Zach asked Val how it was seeing Johnny. And she's like, it wasn't as bad as she thought. She's not going to acknowledge his, his existence at all. 
He then asks Val about a second date, and she kind of kids with him, saying that he's assuming that there's going to be a second date. And then things kind of get serious. He's like, really, how are you feeling about us? Are we exclusive? And he says that he's not going out with anyone else, and her plans are to do the same. She's not going out with anyone else either. She does say that, you know, they're going to continue seeing each other. Things are going to slip. Someone's going to notice. And he's like, yeah, that's okay. She then jokes, maybe we should have gotten married at first sight together. And he jokes, no, he would have turned right around when he saw her. Bum, bum, bum. Just lies. 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 <laughs> and you... You started the lie. It's not like she said first she was going to be inclusive, exclusive. No, you said first. Uh-huh. He wanted to make sure. <laughs> he wanted to make sure that he was the only one and he was the only one with all of these other women too. It's disgusting. Yeah, and you out here raw dogging too? What the yeah. That's what I don't get. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. He was going to, oh, remember reunion? He was going to get kids no matter what. Bum, bum, I bum. thought that too. Yeah, you're going to get kids and something else. Yep. <laughs> you don't watch yourself. Kids, Idiot. STDs, child support, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> you don't want those problems, trust me. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a mess. All right, so back at the retreat, we see everybody's, um, you know, chilling at the house. Everybody's kind of like rolling around the kitchen. I think we're making some drinks, you know, just maxing and relaxing and then johnny comes out of his bedroom with his backpack on so you know he's decided that he's gonna go ahead and head out <laughs> and that meme that <laughs> <laughs> you know it so he says that he's gonna go ahead and head home early because dealing with thou is just too much they try to do some light convincing to get him to stay but he's like the uber's already here outside so you know the longer I make them wait, I might get a penalty fee or whatever. So I need to go ahead and, <laughs> you know, get in a car. Which is weird. So he didn't drive there? I guess not. Yeah. I thought that was strange at first. Well, maybe but... he thought he was going to drive back with Mirla. Mm, maybe. Yeah. So, you know, he said he wanted to see his friends and hang out. And he was able to do that for a little bit. You know, Rachel's like, you know, thank you for coming, even though you didn't, you know, stay the whole time. We did enjoy the time that we did spend together. So Jose then walks his boyfriend to the door <laughs> to say bye. And Johnny lets us know that, you know, he still has the dream of wanting to be married and being a stay-at-home dad and all that kind of stuff. But this whole getaway thing was just too much. Understandable. <laughs> right. She didn't make it easy for him. No, not at all. People give him shit about be wanting to be a stay-at-home dad. I don't think there's anything that's pretty... Not if you worked a whole career and you can bankroll that. Right? If he's got like, it like that, go for yeah. it. Yeah. He's going to change his... Might change his tune after year one. <laughs> Probably. You don't really know what it entails being a stay-at-home parent. No. Or being a parent, period. Yeah. You assume that it's going to be all peaches and cream, but... Not he's, every day. I will give him this. He does seem like um, he's very family oriented. So I'm I'm pretty sure he'd be a okay dad. Yeah. I don't see why not. Just do the opposite of what his dad did. You'll be good. There you go. Bingo. Thanks. So we go back to the group. Um, well, not really. Actually, we go back to Jose and Rachel. They're sitting down outside on the patio having a little after dinner drink. She says that she liked that he cooked dinner for everybody. And that did look good. It looked like they had some salmon and some mm -hmm. chicken. 
Jose might not know how to do a lot, but he knows how to man the grill. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that. I would eat his chicken. He is a type <laughs> A personality, very detail oriented. I bet you he has has tested these recipes to death. Probably. He wants to. He and he also seems like someone who uh, his image is very important, and he doesn't never wants to hear someone say his food is whack. Right. He always has to look good. Mm-hmm. So he says that it actually makes him feel really good to cook for everyone. She asked him if he can believe that they're the only couple still left, even though they're still working on things and living <laughs> separately and only seeing each other a couple times a week. They're just not living the conventional married life. He says the distance is definitely an issue for him, but he gets it. He's still living a single life and seeing his wife only a couple times a week. It just doesn't have that same feel. It's not hitting like it needs to hit. Mm -hmm. So she says she's been thinking a lot since their bowling date. And he really has put in a lot of hard work with her friends. And she thinks he's right about the distance thing too. It, you know, more of a problem than it is a fix so she thinks it's the right time to move back in she's put a lot of thought into it and she's excited she thinks they're in a stronger place and they can be a real married couple he's excited as well rachel feels like they've solidified their foundation and that there's nothing they can't work through honestly fast forward to them not even talking today (laughs) i guess there might have been a couple things you can't work through what happened? No. Punched a hole in the wall. Probably. Wouldn't put past him. I wouldn't either. That's scary. All right. So then we see Brett for a brief second with her friends. Her friend asks how she's doing. She says she's just making it. She knows it was the right decision not to go to the getaway. She said she went into this process with an open mind and her partner didn't. Ryan was not in the right mindset for this experiment and she was. She still believes in marriage, but it has to be worth it for her. She looks forward to growing more as a person getting to know herself more. She's hopeful and she knows she won't be single forever. I know that's right. And that was literally it. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I'm coming. I'm having one drink and that's it. What you get is what you get. I have one hour. I got to go to volleyball practice. Next, we have everyone around the fire. They're just kind of doing a round robin about how, where they're at uh, as a person, you know, where they're at. Um, So they start with Ryan. He says he's ready to start dating again. He's open. He's more open going forward to seeing what's out there. And he's still looking for his person. Next is Mirla. She said Portia and her are going to live their best lives. And she's ready to date. She's gained uh, friendships and memories that will last a lifetime. She's very grateful for the growth and opportunities that this experiment has given her. Zach says he's going to continue to do the things that make him happy which are Jim, family, and friends. In the ITM, he says he's especially excited to see where his relationship with Val go. Val says, same. She says her future is promising with Zach, and she's looking forward to the next few days, few months, etc. Rachel and Jose, are they tell the group that they are going to move back in together. Rachel says, marriage is really hard, but Jose and her are on the same page finally. They all took a shot. They had the best intentions. They all wanted the same things, and that shouldn't hinder what they have or want going forward. Jose says he loves us. They will forever have this bond. Zach then says cheers to an extraordinary experience with extraordinary people. So now they're all fucked up, huh? Now that this Zach and Bao thing has made it all muddy, they, like, can't hang out no more. That volleyball, oh, she wasn't on the volleyball squad. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. 
but yeah, still like mm, so much to being a bonded group. Yeah, but finally, this trash season is over. Oh, we did it. We did it. Our first season of Cheese McQueens is in the books. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we so sound much. excited? Don't we sound like it's not the middle of the night? Was it? it, This no. I mean, this season was just draining. Like, yeah, this was something to take on for our first season. Yeah, that was a lot. These people are crazy. This this whole experiment was produced by producers and not actual therapists. These people were mismatched on purpose. Um, It was just a lot of things going wrong and a lot of things to cover, but. That being said, it was really fun to talk trash about all these people. <laughs> I'm not going to hold you. Mm. But yes, thank you so much for sticking around with us. We are coming back for season 14, so stay tuned. Uh, we're going to take next week off and hopefully do something in the week after that. And yeah, you can catch us on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. On Instagram, we are Cheese McQueen's Podcast. On Twitter, we are Cheese McQueen's. And just Google us, or not Google us, search for us on Facebook for the group. I was like, it is called Google. <laughs> no, but on Facebook, you just go search. It doesn't matter. You can find they us can there. probably Google us. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're so tired. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we'll see y'all soon. Uh, Igby, do you have anything to say? It's very late. I'm tired. Oh, people are draining me. I'm so tired. I can't do this anymore. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's we'll been a good time. It was. It was good. We'll see y'all next time. See ya. Bye.